Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Josh Sterling. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. Hey, Josh, how's it going? Hey, guys. Great. Good to be here. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So let's get started. So um, tell us a little bit about you, kind of like, what do you actually do? Um, so I own a uh, property management company and a portfolio of real estate that uh, we built up over the years, starting uh, back in September of 09 with one single family house to today, somewhere around 950 units. Nice. Wow. Nice and a couple hundred more in third party management. Yeah, that's awesome. So when you were, uh, when you were younger, did you plan on, is this what you had planned for the future? Or did you have something else or did you like, I'm buying a house, we're just going for it. <laughs> No, this was, uh, it was pretty much, uh, accidental or I, I, I'd say I fell backwards into it. Um, you know, I think going back to childhood, I don't know that I had a plan. Um, but I, I know in high school, I started to realize that, that, uh, everybody needs to pick a career. And, and, you know, at that time it was go to college, get a good job and, and buy a house for yourself. Right. And so that was my goal. And I thought, Hey, what's a good, uh, what's a good career? Uh, how about I'll go be an airline pilot. So I, uh, I started out, went to school to do that, um, and did that for a few years. Um, and, uh, the recession of 08 really beat the airlines up and, and I found myself, um, feeling a lot of, uh, financial instability and, and really not knowing where to go. Um, and so I, I started buying rental properties, mostly out of frustration and, uh, and not having a, a skill set or knowledge to do anything else. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you said, uh, where'd you, where'd you do all your schooling for aviation? Cause actually I, I'm an aviation. I was in aviation before doing this. I've for like oh, really? 10 years. Yeah. So, I went to a school called Ember Riddle. I'm sure you've heard of yep. it in Daytona. Yep. Um, Ember Riddle. And I flew airlines for about six years. And after that, uh, I was an air traffic controller for about another six. Oh, really? That's awesome. Good for you. That's awesome. So, um, what, tell us about your first, uh, so you said you got the, the, your first, you started to get an amount of frustrations. When did you like that first one? Tell us about that first one you decided to get. Yeah. So, um, well, it really started because thanks to aviation, I walked in uh, one day in the recession to go start a trip. And I had a letter in my mailbox that said, Hey, the airline's getting cut in half. We've lost a bunch of flying and uh, effectively you're getting a 50% pay cut. Um, and so it was a bunch of other people and, and, you know, the frustration of, uh, you know, I've, I've done my job. I've been a good pilot. I've I've shown up to work and, you know, I, I spent, you know, six, seven years getting the, the knowledge and, and the experience to be able to take this job um, or to be able to, to, to do the job. It's, it's frustrating that, um, you know, out of nowhere, that can just be snatched away from you with a matter of weeks notice. So, yeah. you know, I thought to myself, what can I possibly do? The only thing I know how to do is fly airplanes. And uh, that wasn't looking great at the time. <laughs> so, uh, so I said, what can I possibly do here? Um, you know, I've been flying all over the country and, and, and North America and seeing real estate um, and prices just just cratering. And it's just made sense to me that you can buy a, a, a property. And at that time, I could buy something for, you know, forty fifty thousand dollars $50,000 that would rent for a thousand or twelve hundred dollars a month. And, you know, quick math, those numbers seem to work. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I ventured into my first one um, with, with really no money. I, I used some zero percent credit cards, balance transferred and and um was able to go out and, and start that way wow that's awesome so when did you um when did you get your second one so you got that one and then was it like right after it or did it uh kind of wait a little bit and then get your second it one took, 
took a couple of months. I think the first one was September of 09. And that was more of somebody else's flip. You know, I really didn't have a lot of knowledge in, in, uh, in rehab or property restoration or anything like that. Um, so it seemed great to buy somebody else's product already done. Um, yeah. after buying that and getting, getting it put together, probably four or five months later, I realized, Hey, I can probably find a way to remodel this on my own, save money on it, you know, do it cheaper. So they're not making the spread and do a better job at it too, get a nicer product. So that became the new model, which worked really well because I was basically adding value for, you know, forcing value in. Um, and pretty quickly I started to, to realize I could, um, I could force that value and eventually flip houses to myself, which is kind of how we, we started to grow. Yeah. And then okay. when did you, you said um, you do pretty much property management now, like well, how did you go from doing that to probably managing, uh, you said 960, you said? Um, we're managing about 1150 ish. Uh, cool, cool. Most of our own portfolio, but we do some selective third party management yeah. as well. Um, and that was really built out of, out of growing the portfolio. You know, I, I, um, built it and was self-managing um, through the first couple of years up to about 50 units. And once I hit about 50 units, um, working a full-time job and self-managing them, um, that got to be uh, quite the workload. So yeah, I, bet. I looked to hand it off to third-party management and couldn't really find anybody that I thought, um, you know, was going to be able to do the the job that I, I need, thought needed to be done, right? Run it the way that I had already been running yeah. it. And uh so ground up started with, uh, you know, one part-time assistant and, and built a property, property management company that we're about 35 employees today in four offices. That's awesome. Nice. Are they, where's, um, where are the, all the offices? Like what, what locations are you guys at? I guess. So we're, we're Southeast Michigan and Northern Ohio. So our main office is uh, actually we're, we're under construction right now on a brand new site, um, in the neighboring town. But right now our main office is, is in Southgate, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Okay. It will shortly, um, say the end of the year be in Wyandotte. Uh, Michigan, and we've got offices in uh, Toledo and Dearborn Heights, Toledo's Ohio, and then Dearborn Heights, Michigan, and uh, Shelby Township, Michigan. Cool. Awesome. I know you have a lot of properties under you guys right now. Do you guys have any goals for the next year to kind of expand that more? You know, I'm always expanding it. This has actually been a really good um, through COVID times, and even the start of 2021 has been a lot of growth for the portfolio, not so much from a unit count, um, but from a, a cash flow and and yeah. uh, and, a, and a placing capital to work uh, standpoint, um, we've been buying a lot more triple net retail type deals as the markets shun those a little bit through COVID and found a little bit of opportunity there. Um, but with that being said, as of last week, I've got zero in the pipeline and that's probably the first time in 10 years. And I think that's a little bit indicative of what the market's doing. You know, we're, we're not able to find deals that, uh, that meet the return requirements that we've got. And so um, if if that's the case, we'll sit and wait until we can. And you guys are going through the properties, finding these deals. What is the one thing you guys look for? What's, what are a couple things that maybe stick out in the property that you want to make sure is it all location? Is it just return investment in the location? What all goes into it? It's certainly, yeah, absolutely location. There's certain, you know, markets that we avoid altogether, like the city of Detroit, for example, and and there's some, some rougher areas surrounding that. We don't touch that. We won't invest there. We won't manage there. It's just some people do well with it, but that's just not our, our game. Um, so we're, we're suburbs, I would say more higher end, you know, on a, on a low end, maybe a C plus neighborhood all the way up to your class A markets. Um, and then as far as the, you know, return on, uh, numbers, 
Um, I typically underwrite. Um, I, I, a lot of the, the acquisition will be for the, our own portfolio here. So when I underwrite that, it's going to be underwritten the same as if I were to syndicate it to make sure I'm comparing apples to apples here. Mm-hmm. So I'm typically underwriting for a cash flow of uh, what we call is uh, 16% um, average annual return for the passive investor. So if you look at it, if you've got a, a syndication, you might have, let's say, a 70-30 GP override. Um, so that 70% passive investor, um, I need to underwrite as if I were to get them 16%. Whether or not I'm buying it all myself or, or syndicating it, yeah. make sure we're comparing um, the exact same numbers either way. Yeah. What is the worst property you guys have been to? Just kind of pick out the new location or the new new property. What's the worst one you guys have been oh to? Oh, my God. I mean, I've, <laughs> that's, that's a, I'll tell you. I'm well, sure I've there's a few. Properties, so <laughs> we, we can go all day on that one. But I, you know, I was at a property. It wasn't maybe not the worst one I've seen, but the most astounding one to me. Okay. Um, about three years ago, I went to see a good size 180 ish unit property in a real nice market. Um, it was built in 2008. So at the time, maybe a 10 year old construction. So I was really, really excited to go see this property. I thought it was going to be awesome. And I got there and I was completely amazed at how rundown it was for, for being 10 years old. Basically it looked like they had uh, built the property and then not touched it for 10 years, which wow. is pretty much what happened. And yeah. the, the thing that was interesting is why you have to ask yourself, why would someone do that? Um, so looking into it a little more, what I found is that these uh, particular investors had raised capital with the promise of a really high PREF return, something like 11%. And so what I believe happened here is they were uh, forced to, to pay this, this huge PREF return, which made them, um, unable to, to reinvest in, in their property, even just the deferred maintenance and just mm-hmm. really ran a brand new property into the ground. I mean, it had millions of dollars in deferred maintenance after 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Did you guys end up getting that one too? And you fix it up and I, I didn't, I couldn't okay. touch it. It languished on the market for, for quite a while. And uh, I lost track of what happened with it, but it did not go anywhere right away for the yeah. same reasons we couldn't touch it. Oh yeah. I'm sure it would cost quite a bit to get up and running again. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's say, let's talk about like, if you had to start over, um, and like you're, or somebody that's kind of getting into the, like, just wants to get their like first rental property. Like how would, uh, um, how would you advise them to do it or, uh, or to think about, or, um, maybe a way you could have changed it and done it a little differently with your first one. Sure. So, you know, getting the first one, I think is key. That's, that's kind of a hurdle that you have to get over. And there's a lot of people that want to get into this and then just don't make that jump to the first property. Yeah. So for me, you know, I used zero percent credit cards. I didn't have any money. Um, and I got, that was able to, to come together for me, but a little bit different time, different market. Um, you know, if I had to go back and do it over again, um, I grew really, really slow the first couple of years, maybe because mainly because I didn't, I didn't know how to find capital. So um, the, the turning point for me was a couple years in learning how to package these properties together. At the time, it was only single families, package them together and get commercial, um, I call it commercial blanket loans. So a portfolio type lender um, that, would, that would lend on several properties at once. And if I could go back and do it over again, I would have started with that um, very early on. And okay. I could have really accelerated the growth cycle and the unit count when, it, when the market was really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, I see a bunch of books over there behind you. Do you have a book um, that you could recommend to anybody? Um, oh gosh, let's see. So there, there's all kinds of real estate books in there, and, and 
you know, I, I love several real estate books, but I think my favorite or my, my, uh, yeah, probably the, the best recommendation I would have would be the E-Myth by okay. Michael Gerber. That's one of my favorites too. I I got That's a book that really kind of taught me to work myself out of the day-to-day um, of running the business. There you go. Yeah. And, uh, and just really allowed me to accelerate the portfolio growth because I, I was finally not bogged down by the day-to-day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. So how can, uh, how can people get a hold of you? Um, you can reach me. Uh, first, you can find us on our website, epicpropertymanagement.com. Um, we're all over Southeast Michigan, Northern Ohio. Um, you can reach me on Facebook, um, Instagram, um, JK Sterling and, um, email Josh at epicpm.com. Awesome. Hey, thanks for coming on and sharing your story with us today. All right. Thanks guys. Hello. Hello. Are you Hello? there? Are you there? Are you there? Hey guys, we just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here. If you guys wanted to subscribe, that would be awesome. That would mean a lot to us. And if you guys could give us a five-star review as well, that would be amazing. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya.